Hello and welcome to the Creatives Chronicles. My name is Bright Emeka and I'm your host for today. This is the podcast that tells the stories of creative professionals, giving you the information, motivation you need to get started, stay focused and thrive as a creative professional. On today's episode, we have an amazing personality in the house today. He is phenomenal indeed. He is an online business coach, a social media legend, Mr. Phenomenal himself, Mr. John Obidi, aka Daddy J.O. Uh, a few of his attributes, he is quite good looking. He has an amazing sense of humor. And um 2017, he was the most influential young Nigerian in personal development and academia uh niche. And he is also the commander-in-chief of Smart B Camp. Welcome to the Creatives Chronicles. Thanks for having me, Bright. I'm really privileged to be on your show. I've tried to be on. I've tried to be on for quite a while, and um, I'm glad you finally got me on here. Thank you. Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is an honor. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for coming on. Okay. Uh huh. From your background, you have a background in tech. You were a web developer and a programmer. So we'd like to go back to the beginning and talk about the intro stories of our guests, how they got into tech and the world of programming. Okay, so uh, just tell us how you got into tech and um, your intro story, the challenges you've experienced and how you overcame. All right. So actually, I studied computer science at, at Benson Idahosa University, Benin City. So while there, um, I think I, I just loved programming. I've always loved computers, and so I majored in programming and website design. So I was doing that for a while, uh, but at the time, the tech industry was not really as developed as it is right now, and there wasn't much money in it at the time, but I loved doing it, and I... Uh, move on from there. I learned social media strategy and then I started doing low level consulting from my city in then and then I moved over to Lagos which is basically the tech capital of Nigeria and that's where I began to build a name for myself in social media strategy but even though I'm not like a core developer or, or a tech person anymore I must say that tech gave me the strong background to compete almost unfairly in the business world because for, for most people, they want to get something done, they have to find someone who's capable, they've got to pay someone, but I basically can do everything myself. I can record my own sound, I can live stream, I can write my own code, so I'm basically a walking DIY machine, you know, so... When applying those principles to the business world, it gave me quite an edge. So I'm, I'm really grateful for that tech background. Um, but that's basically how I started. Everything else um, is on the, in the world of social media. I started doing consulting, speaking, and then I moved on from there to online business coaching. And here we are. Wow, wow, phenomenal story, boss. Um, you, you've changed fields and entered new territories. That, that is something amazing. That's an amazing. What has been like the fundamental principles governing these moves you've been making and you, you are thriving in this industry? What has been like, um, some of the principles that you hold there to your heart that you would say, uh, is largely responsible for your successes in this field? 
basically I'm a person that likes to solve problems. And I think being a programmer, you just become the kind of person. Programmers are like the most patient people ever because we can sit in our chair trying to debug a piece of code until it works. So we just have an eye for bringing solutions to the table. So what I did was to transmute that into other fields of life. So when I look at the business world, I think about how I can bring solutions to the business world. My tech background gave me that. And so I can switch industries. And even when I come to the personal development category of the personal development niche, I look at personal development and the solutions that I can bring. And I look at how tech can help me accelerate my progress, how tech can help me um, magnify my results. And that's how I'm able to do it. I see that people see tech as an industry in a lot of, in a lot of ways, and maybe it is. But I see tech as a plug, a kind of key that unlocks multiple possibilities across many different industries. So if I'm in personal development, I'm thinking about tech, I'm looking at how, what can I do regarding tech? I'm in, I'm in the personal development niche. I need to be a personal brand. What are the best platforms that I can use? And I'm thinking of developing a mobile app, which I did, by the way, for my personal brand. And I did that. I was like the only person in that field who had a mobile app. And that was crazy. That's only something a tech background would give you. Yeah. I read I know exactly the thing about that book, that idea, get an app. And you're thinking, how do you do email marketing, online marketing? You have to code up your own tools and so on. And it just gives you that um, much more leverage, right? Yeah. And when I would move on, I still went back to my tech background to create um, S, some SaaS products. SaaS means software so as a service. service. So yeah. we, we, we launched, uh, last year we launched uh, a product called App Canvas. It's a drag and drop app creator for Android and iOS. So people who are not programmers can use that product and create their own mobile apps that easily. That idea is something that only a tech give you well maybe not only but something that the tech background gave to me um, I've also launched a couple of other SaaS products which I'm, I might not have time to mention right now but I'm, I, I must always stress that being a techie learning the basics has given me that capability to shape shift if you will and switch industries and succeed in those industries hmm wow wow amazing amazing and and this this uh, there is this notion or there's this belief, and it's I have proven it to be through that there is no easy path in life. There is no challenge-free road. So I am quite aware that even changing fields and moving conquering territories, there are always uh, challenges to surmount. So uh, what are some of the challenges you experience, even in the new field you are in now, uh, online business coaching strategy, and um, even when you were still in tech, what are some challenges that were peculiar and um, they are peculiar to any career path anyone chooses and how did you overcome them? Okay, that's a really good question. Now, my story is very peculiar because I started learning web design and all that. I started uh, being a programmer from a little town in Nigeria called Ibuzo in Delta States. That was where I started learning programming. Now, for those who know that town, I mean, that's where I'm from. 
And I mean, I love the place, but at the time, there was no electricity in Ibuzo. Mm. And I was this young kid with a laptop and a big dream. Mm. There was no electricity in Ibuzo. What did I do? Every single day, I would get into the bus going to Asaba, the state capital. I would go to the capital so that I could reach a particular cyber cafe, not so I could even pay money to surf the internet, but so that I could plug my laptop to a power source and continue reading my ebooks that were teaching me how to program. I did this every single day, traveling to another town just so that I could keep learning and getting better and practicing my coding. I didn't even have money for internet access, so I was just fine doing everything offline. I mean, anyone who got internet in Nigeria at that time was a god. Mm. But, I mean, that was fine. All I needed was internet access, was um, electricity, I mean, to my laptop, and that was it. It was really challenging doing that every single day, you know, in yeah. in Ibuzo, from there going to uh, um, Asaba. That was, I think, the most challenging part of everything but you know they gave me my, my foundation so yeah that's that's been the, the the most challenging part of this journey i hear a lot of people you know especially those based in nigeria they complain about all kinds of things you know these problems have always been around there mm. they've always been around here but there is always a way if you want this thing bad enough you're going to get it you're going to find a way you're going to figure it out like i did you know most people who have that same dream they stayed where they were because they thought it was hopeless. But I'm thinking, you know what? I can actually get on the bus and go to a different town and get this done. Every day I was going there and back, there and back, every single day. Yeah. You know, so I think that I don't really look at the challenges per se. I only look at the solutions. And I, I look back now and yes, it's um, it's all been worth it. Yeah. You know, so that's been the, the most challenging part. And moving on even to what I do today, I wouldn't say it's much of a challenge, but yeah, we still have quite an issue with doing business, online business in Nigeria. Uh, internet penetration is not as it should be. Electricity is not as it should be. And so when you're using the internet to do things like live streams or podcasts or things that consume a lot of um, data, uh, a lot of um, data, you know, people, a lot of people are not able to get on because of how much data is going to cost. Yeah. So in that sense, your market gets smaller because they cannot meet you where you are. And that's on the internet. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, but, you know, we, we keep it going. We keep on figuring out better ways to serve our people. Wow. Wow. Uh, one thing that amazes me with, with your journey is the desire to just learn and like you have this principle you call it learn do and teach that it's just amazing it's phenomenal and um like uh most times even no presently there are amazing techies in nigeria like people talented that people very good they could build stuff they could create stuff and most times they have not yet seen this perspective of selling uh what they do like um productizing like you would put it so uh how how best do you think programmers, techies, designers could package these their skills they have and, and make it uh, work for them, bring income for them? You know, I believe that programmers should be the richest group of people in Nigeria. 
Mm. I believe that they should be the richest group of people in Nigeria, if only they really know how to monetize that. And if I knew back then what I know now, I probably would never have switched from programming. Wow. Yes, because now I've gone into online business, I've gone into internet marketing, and I have seen how to basically monetize apps. You know, I made a lot of money monetizing apps. I've done a lot of seminars on that. My first permission product actually was how to make money with Android apps. You know, Mm -hmm. I learned the basics of Facebook advertising and how to monetize apps and Programmers should be the richest people. All right, now, now, now look, how do you package your skills? Most programmers get it wrong from the beginning because programmers start out thinking of selling their time mm. as a service. If you, if you need an app, contact me. I'll develop an app before you know. That should not be the direction. Mm. As a programmer, you should be looking into the marketplace for a software need. Mm-hmm. And then, you, since you have the skills, you create that solution. Now, some people have done, up to, done it up to that stage, but after creating the solution, they don't know how to market that solution. Good. Now, when you get to that stage, you need to learn, educate yourself. How exactly can I take a product to market? And then you learn about funnels. In internet marketing, we we'll call them funnels. You learn about lead generation. How do you get users to your app? Hmm. And that's from learning. And then I came back to tech and made, I came back to tech and I made a killing financially because I learned that. All right. So if you have an app, for example, you create a, a, an Android app and you're sure it's fulfilling a need, you have to take that product to market. And one of the best ways of doing that, if you're in Nigeria, is through Facebook ads. Hmm. Through Facebook ads. And when you can learn how to create good Facebook ads and drive traffic to your apps, and of course, you have to make sure that you're monetizing properly. If you're monetizing through um, advertising, Google AdMob pays pretty well. So you do your numbers and make sure that, that you're in profit. Or if the app's a paid app, you still get paid through Google. If it's on Android, you get paid by Apple if it's an iOS app. Or if it's a web app, for instance, you have to work out your pricing models. Is it a lifetime service? Is it a lifetime app you're selling? Or is it going to be monthly payments? What is going to be your payment processor? How are you going to onboard new users? How do you get new users? Are you going to offer seven-day trials, 14-day trials? How are you going to do that? How are you going to retain customers? Are you going to send them um, free tutorial videos every month on how to better use the software to achieve their business objectives? And so on. So right out of the gates, you should be thinking about solving a real need in the market or else as a programmer, you're just going to be in this cycle of what we call feast or famine. Mm-hmm. So feast, when people, when you get a job, you're flexing. For a while, there's no job and you're scrounging. There's no money. All right. But when you can learn how to make a business out of what it is that you do, there is always that recurring revenue. And that's why I think programmers should be the richest. If only they can step out for a second in their minds and look at the business side of things. If you cannot look at it for yourself, get someone on your team who can be in charge of business development. I can look at the business side of your business. If, if, should this business be serving um, the, the, the consumers out there or should it be serving enterprise and so on? You work out how to actually make money from your brain and you will be one of the highest paid people in your field. Wow.
wow this this is phenomenal content i really 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 i'm taking plenty notes taking plenty notes wow this is amazing boss okay uh there is uh technology is ever changing like today there is one new thing there is one new shiny object tomorrow there's another thing okay uh today we hear it's facebook bots tomorrow uh it's uh ai algorithms that changes everything and changes the landscape uh how do you stay updated how do you keep uh stay relevant in your field and even for the programmers how can they stay relevant in the ever-changing field of technology well my field is currently online marketing and personal development the way i stay updated is the way that anyone in any field can stay updated today is by being subscribed to the most relevant email lists in your field. So they send out email digests, something's always happening. I like to stay on top of things. I have YouTube channels that I'm subscribed to that I check out when they post new content so I can know what's happening. I also watch television, um, some news channels sometimes, um, give an update of what's going on. And also try to attend in-person events because the best way to know what's happening out there in the world is to meet people in your field. So there are events that happen a lot, especially if you are privileged to be in or, or around Lagos State. A lot of events happen in Lagos and th this is where you get to know the latest of what's going on in, in any industry really, whether it's business or tech or personal development. So get around people who do what you do, attend meetups, and just keep your ear to the ground. But besides that, you can also have Twitter lists. That's a very underutilized Twitter Twitter feature where you can have a list of relevant Twitter, um, Twitter accounts in a particular niche or category, and you can keep keep track of what any of those specific accounts are posting. And that's how you know. When I was based in Benin City and I wasn't yet in Lagos, that's how I was knowing what was happening um, in my industry. Another method that I used back then when I was in Benin was eventbrights.com. Eventbrights is a website that shows you all the events that are happening in all the cities in the world. Well, for as many people who go and put up their events there. So I, every, every week I would look at Eventbrite and look at all the tech-related events that were happening in Lagos or the business events that were happening in Lagos. And so I always knew um, what was going on. And if I had to travel to Lagos for any of them, I could plan way ahead of time. So these are, these are just a few ways that I stay updated. Hmm. Wow. Okay. There are always wrong notions people hold about various things in life. Uh, different kinds of fields have uh, different meets people have. Like, for instance, yeah, so might that is not in the field or that is a client would be thinking that this is how tech is this is how programmers behave this is how the world of technology is what are some myths you know about the industry you've been in the industry and um, you are also you've also contracted projects out you've also built enterprise solutions what are some myths you, you, you've discovered in your time in this industry that, that are wrong notions people hold And that is that before you can bring any idea to market, you need venture capital. Which is the low-cost ways of starting out your... your uh, there's this thing called Microsoft 
is Spark. And when I started, I applied for Microsoft Business Spark and I got approved onto their program. And what it does is that Microsoft gives you free access to all their software development tools so you don't have to pay a dime. So Microsoft gives you access to their entire software archive and they give you two years free cloud hosting. Wow. are able to host your solutions on their platform for free for two years, saving you a lot of money. So we got on that for the first two years and it gave us space to run with it. Amazon has a similar program and I think Google also has a similar program. So that's one way you can save a lot of money. Um, and as a programmer, you don't have to pay another programmer, you can design it yourself. And then all you need is to bootstrap, okay? You need, all you need is to bootstrap. The only money you need at first is money for Facebook ads to get to your initial users. There's another technique that people can use whereby you can launch your app in marketplaces like JVZoo. You launch the app there for and, and sell lifetime tickets. You sell lifetime access to your app to raise initial capital for the first month and then you switch to your normal recurrent billing. You know, so there are all these strategies. So that's the myth. People think that I don't have money for my idea. You don't need money. You just need to be a little bit more innovative. Hmm. Wow. 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 Uh, phenomenal, boss. I really, really appreciate. I'm still bringing myself to the reality that I'm having the phenomenal journey video on my podcast. is still like... <clears throat> wow. There, there is uh, a quote I saw you wrote it you said keep moving trust the process and believe that one day your path will trust you enough to stop testing you uh i, I would want to ask uh is there a time on our paths in our ca- various career fields that our paths will stop testing us and um, throwing challenges at us well yes of course every path will test you i mean you know, you've heard about the Pareto principle, you know, 80% of the wealth in the world is controlled by 20% of the population, right? If it was easy, everyone would do it. So your path is going to test you. These are going to be hard. People that said we're going to help you, they will stop picking your calls. You know, stuff is going to happen to try to squeeze you out mm-hmm. of that journey. It's just trying to see if it can trust you to keep going. So that's what I meant by one day, trust that your path will trust you enough to stop testing you. On that path, it's going to throw things at you that will help you build character, build resilience, and build that inner drive that you will need when you eventually get to the top. Because most people, they're going to quit. Most people get depressed. All right? So your path is going to keep on testing you just to make sure that you are the real deal. And sooner sooner than later, the clouds will clear and there will be, cl- there will be clear skies again. All right? So... So everyone goes through that. There's never an easy ride for anyone, no matter the social status. But if you keep going, you might figure out that even if it's not the thing, it's the thing that leads to the thing. Mm. Because for most of us in business today, excuse me, most of us in business today, we're not doing the thing that we initially started out with. Mm. But there's always something to learn from the winding path. It can be the thing that leads to the thing that leads to the thing that leads to the thing. Wow. But if you don't keep going, you'll never find out. Mm. Wow. Wow. 
amazing boss. What, what one uh, book has impacted your view about the world and personal development and your strategy towards life? What one book has so changed your mind that you would recommend to anybody starting out? Okay, so there's this book I always recommend. is the first personal development book that I ever read. And it did, you know, it, it gave me this mind surgery. The book is As a Man Thinker by James Allen. It's the first book of personal development I ever read. And it's, it's a book that, that puts the responsibility of your success solely on your shoulders. And, you know, in that for me, my brother must do this for me. My uncle must do this for me. My mentor must do this for me. But, uh, and I grew up around similar ideologies, but this book changed my mind, changed my thoughts, and it put the responsibility for my success squarely on my shoulders. And I recommend it to any entrepreneur, any techie who's just starting out. Also, there's another book called The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. It's an amazing book which is told in the form, written in the form of a story that is basically a depiction of our journey in life whether it's your career journey or entrepreneurial journey it just shows you exactly the things that we go through while trying to reach the top and it lets you know that the things you're going through are not by accidents everything leads to something everything means something and there's always hope for the future Mm, wow the alchemist was a phenomenal book for me like i i keep it and we read it almost every time i i love reading it i love going back to it Amazing boss. Okay, uh, handle the inevitable rejection like it's a simple rite of passage. You have to be willing to look like a fool for a period of time. This is the price that you must pay. I'm quoting you. And uh, I guess, yes. yeah, this year it's a uh, shameless execution phenomenon. Most times I, I think that we uh are not proud of what we do. You mentioned that in the park event in Portacourt that most times people are ashamed or it's poor people that are ashamed to even mention what they do. Uh, shameless execution, shamelessly execution and being proud of what you do. What do you think uh, techies who are shy or who are, they would say they are introverts, how do you think they could work on themselves and be more uh, business-minded and less introverted? Okay. That, that's a very good question. I used to be very shy, very, very shy, like chronically shy. Hmm. As a matter of fact, I, I used to secretly wish for a job that would not require many human interactions. Wow. You know, but I learned quickly that, you know, if you're going to get anything in this world, you've got to be able to say something. You've got to be able to express yourself intelligently and confidently at that. Hmm. You know, so you've got to get out of that. You know, most of, of the top CEOs in the world, some of them are reserved people but they've learned that in order to make your product more appealing you have to be in the face of your brand yeah you look at people like steve, like steve jobs bill gates um this guy with amazon jeff bezos these are people who would rather just you know sit behind a desk and work they rather just do the work than come and do press conferences and be showing their faces but they know that you know what you have to be the face of your business you have to be able to talk to the press you have to be able to explain to investors what you're doing with their money. 
or what you intend to do with their money. So it's very, very important. And you, you cannot always outsource this. As a Nigerian, mm-hmm. you've got to be able to put on multiple hats sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, we, we, we don't always have the luxury of super delegation. Mm-hmm. One person is the accountant, another person does you sometimes you have to do everything at the beginning yeah. to get comfortable enough to hire other people so you have to step out of your comfort zone and learn these things i took classes that helped me in my presentation i took classes that helped me in my speaking it did help me a lot because a lot of what i do now has to do with public speaking so in nigeria if you are a techie you've got to learn to speak get out of your comfort zone move into places that require you to use that speaking ability because it's going to be very important whether you're trying to whether you're trying to convince people to buy into you or to convince people to invest in you you've got to learn to express yourself shamelessly and confidently wow phenomenal phenomenal uh this has been an amazing conversation boss and i really 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 appreciate i am so so grateful i uh know you are quite very busy i appreciate your time and taking this time out to be with us here today i must say i'm so grateful uh before we let you go two things we usually do on this uh on our podcast here at the creatives chronicles one thing we we like to go back to chiding us we say we are uh, so if you could have one wish and have one superpower what would be that superpower you would want to get that one hard <laughs> Superpower. Is I don't know a good answer because I have to really think deeply about that. I don't really know superpower. Ah, Superman, Batman, uh, the Flash, the uh, what's the name? What's the name? Wonder Woman. Okay. You know, you, you've got to permit me because I'm, I'm, I'm a very philosophical person. Hmm. You know, I'm a, on one hand, I'm a realist. So okay. I know that those things, you know, are not real. But on another, on another hand, I'm looking into the deeper meanings of superpowers. And I, I know that everyone has a superpower. Everyone hmm. does. I mean, it might not be as dramatic hmm. as the Marvel yeah, movies yeah, yeah. show them out to be. Hmm. But we all have that superpower, right? So everyone has something. Either you are a born leader hmm. or you are just you have that gift of being able to convince people or you somehow are, are phenomenal at arranging spaces you need to find out how that superpower is relevant in today's economy mm-hmm. there is always an application for everything into this economy look this is the best time ever to be alive wow. with technology everything finds relevancy i know someone who makes money from sleeping whoa what exactly does she do? Not that you pay her to sleep, but she, she, with her experience with sleep, she created an online course for parents to learn how to get their children to go to bed early and wake up early for school. Wow. That was crazy, phenomenal. Wow. What he had done before. A Nigerian wow. woman. I'm not Whoa. Abroad, a Nigerian woman. In Nigeria. created that online course. Wow. Yes. How wow. to get your kids to go to bed early. Because that's a challenge with a lot of people. Mm. The kids are running all around, so much energy. You have to basically lock them in room, get them to sleep, and wake up early. You know, it's a big challenge. Yeah. She solved that mm. using her superpower that other people would have probably even teased her about or yapped her about. Yeah. You know? So everyone has a superpower. You have to build that self-awareness and think about it. Someone once said, 
that there are two most important days in the life of every person. Mm. The day you discover, no, the day you were born and the day you discover why. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the answer to those questions can tell you what your superpower is. There is something mm. that you can do better than everybody else. Find that thing, develop it, find a way to monetize it, and boom, that's basically what success is. Mm. You know, so... I wouldn't say you should, you know, look externally what, you know, superpowers that you will never have. Mm-hmm. You have something there. Yeah. You have something there. You know, I know sometimes it takes being around somebody else for your own superpower to become activated. Wow. Okay. You know, if you look at Superman, mm-hmm. his weakness is kryptonite. kryptonite yeah. What is his strength? The red sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? His, his strength is the sun. The closer he gets to the sun, the more powerful he gets. In the same way, a lot of us, we have our sun. There are, they are environments that catalyze us. There are people who, when we hear them speak, they make us feel like superheroes. Mm-hmm. You know, there are um, podcasts we listen to and we feel more alive. We feel more competent. We, we have that drive. You need to find those catalysts and let them aid you in your journey. Be around people who are doing what you're doing. I always like liked going for events while I was just starting out because it, no matter how down you feel, when you're hearing people talk about the amazing things that they're doing, it just makes you feel it makes you more diligent mm-hmm. about what it is, it is that you're doing. So maybe there's that friend around you or that meeting that you like to go to that helps to bring out and magnify your own superpowers. By all means, you should do it. Wow! Wow! This has been phenomenal, boss. I really appreciate. Uh, uh, on a closing note, what will be your, your final words for our audience? Uh, our audience consists of creative people, designers, and developers. What will be like your one minute advice to them? Okay, what I would say is you need to be very open minded. I remember when I was uh, much younger, my un- one of my uncles called me and he said, you know, John. I know that you're all about this programming thing, but do what you want to do, but be open-minded. Mm-hmm. You might actually find your calling in a totally unrelated field, like even solar energy. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I, I did not quite understand what he was saying. I was like, yeah, okay, whatever, cool. You know, but mm-hmm. as I grew up and I began to mature, as my journey took on different paths, I learned that sometimes what you're doing now might not be the main thing, and it's okay. It mm-hmm. might be the thing that needs to be the thing. That needs to be the thing. thing. That's just how life is. Mm-hmm. Right? But whatever it is that you find to do, whatever it is that, that you, you find doing, do it well, do it excellently well, do it diligently, but stay open-minded. All right. Amazing. Amazing. To our audience out there, I trust you've picked a ton of phenomenal content. If you are not yet on Smart Camp, you are doing You better head on to Smart Camp. It is facebook.com slash groups smart become i got it right mm, so head on the out facebook.com slash groups slash smart all right so head on over there and get phenomenal content it's just amazing it's amazing what you can get so remember to go out there and create awesomeness my name is Brighton maker and i will see you next week <laughs>